What's good, Divine Dolls and Divine Dudes? Okay, I'll go by energy. So, I wanted to address something. I You probably noticed a couple of my thumbnails. It's interracial couples on there. Um, And I know that my podcast, I'm very adamant about being a melanated woman. Love, uh, you know, my brown skin. Everything about that comes with, with that culture and that experience. Um, But when I put that up, and I, I just wanted to kind of address it because maybe some of you might feel a certain kind of way. One of the the pod, the first podcasts I talked about that um, was very short. It was actually one or two minutes, but it was talking about divesting. Um, and I want to kind of help you expand your mind just a little bit. And that goes for me, too. I think that for my melanated dolls, I think that... Um, I want you to, to, I think what it is, is this is an opportunity um, maybe to trigger TF out of you um, and maybe help you stretch your boundaries just a little bit more. Um, and I'm in the same boat with you too, because when I think about it, um, I, getting back on these podcasts, I'm learning that um, as much as I muse, I have to kind of circle in and 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 get to the point but um what I'm wanting you to take away from from like even the thumbnails or some of the things I'm saying is the new person that you're going to love if he's gonna look and act act exactly like any of the exes you've had before that's a problem Okay, um, I'm an adamant believer that I think for everything I've been through, if if I'm gonna have some um hope, I'm gonna say that I've I haven't met my divine masculine yet, and for sure haven't met my soulmate yet, um, and so but that means that he has to be outside of the paradigm of everything that caused me hurt and pain. And one of my favorite go-tos is um, you cannot go to the things that hurt you and expect to grow or to heal, you know, and expect that to heal you. And so um, that means that you get to a certain point in time where if you were to really close your eyes and Allow yourself to say, I want a divine masculine who is driven, who is loving, who wants family, who's going to treat me well, who's going to have the great conversations and that I can travel with and, you know, go to museums with and go to the beach with and try new foods with and, you know, We'll have expenses here and there, but this is going to be someone who enjoys nice things for themselves. Like, they're not on a mission to, you know, invite me into their miserable life and expect me to enjoy it. It's like, no, this person's going to like nice things. They're going to like nice cars for themselves. And so it's like, we could go shopping for luxury cars together. Heck, we might even get some matching, like, 
Bentley's like, listen, let my new Divine Masculine be into like a bit like a Bentley's too. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Um, I would love a masculine that likes to go to car shows too. Um, museums definitely. Um, beach. I'm kind of um not too much. I notice I'm a little finicky when it comes to travel, but I, I do like the one-on-one companionship and road trip type of stuff. But anyways, what I'm trying to say is if you were to close your eyes and focus on the energy of what it is you really want, you wouldn't limit yourself to how someone um, necessarily looks. I think that attraction is important, but I think that for the melanated divine dolls, I think we've been um, pigeonholing ourselves. If if I'm going to keep it 100 with you, there was one guy and, and since we are in Gemini season, right? There was this Gemini, like, um, I told you, like, I really, I, I know way more Geminis. And like I said, like, as soon as I'm magnetized to them, like, I will get pulled into the energy, I'll get sucked in. And then I'm like, Oh, no, Lord Jesus, take it back. Like, like, you know, when you pick something up out of a barrel, and it's a crab, and you like try to shake it and like fling it off your, like your hand and be like, Oh, no, I'm not with it. I'm so this has been happening, like, I'm telling you, I have talked to so many Gemini men, and like I said, I'll just throw them back into the barrel, but there was this one white guy I was talking to, he was like a good 6'4", six, 6'5", six, blonde hair, blue eyes, but um, at that point, I already knew, like, I was just like, mm, but I had a lot of fun, like, we, I went skiing with him, I went to, like, Big Bear with him, I went to, um, uh, a lot of like cool trips with him and we would go like on groups too and I always got to ride shotgun <laughs> and that type of thing but um you know and and in the back of my mind it was just part of that uh idea that he's not melanated like me you know but the compatibility could have shouldn't been there um, notwithstanding or not, there's a word I want to use, but not if, if I were to, um, also overlook the Gemini type of thing. Um, I think that even the spaces I'm in right now, like when I tell you guys, I'm a little bit kind of on and off. Like I, I'm not in a space where I'm necessarily too inviting or welcoming to divine masculine energy per se. But I know when I've gone to the spa, the they're there <laughs> they're there um and I'll, i'm not ready to maybe share too much from from what's going on there but i think that um when you talk about even common interests if if they're there i had mentioned the thor guy like if you heard that part you heard that part and and you know what it is if you don't it's not worth going you going back in because i kind of skimmed over it a little bit but um common interests you know part of the way that that we had met was um I like the water aerobics spa that they had the water aerobics they have like a um exercise like a water exercise class at the spa resort I go to and we were like both in at the same location so into health into fitness into that type of of stuff similarities and all of that um, but just closed off for no other reason than that he's not melanated like me. He was pretty bronze, though. Like, when you think about Thor, 
Thor from the movie. He's more fair-skinned, but this guy was, like, kissed by the sun, but, you know, and, like, dirty blonde hair, like, um, not blue eyes, but, like, hazel light eyes type of thing, right? And so, um, I understand that there are, um... You know, I like to believe that we chose to come here and experience certain things. And we chose to come here and experience what it means to be a melanated divine doll. And with that comes certain experiences. And one of the experiences is kind of like when you think back of, you know, reporting back to divine source. I already know what I'm going to tell him. Like if I were to get called back home today, you know, and get my wings today, I would tell him the earth is ghetto as hell. It is ghetto AF. Um, the men down there are just like, don't send me back there until they got their ish together. Please. Thank you. (laughs) Like, no, I'm not with it. Next lifetime. I want to be, you know, loved and cared for and pampered and appreciated and, um, looking forward to having a, a, a happy family. I'm gonna go again for those five kids, you know, um, and, and a loving companion, but I, I tell you, you know, one of the things that we are going to process in this, I think for my, I'm talking mostly to my divine feminines, is like figuring out what that means. I mean, to what degree do you want to be race loyal? What does that mean to you? And um, what does it mean in terms of costing you love? You know, and really exploring that paradigm of what does love look like? I will say this, you know, I'm uh, another thing I wanted to kind of address that kind of falls under this because I was going to do a podcast, but I, it's not that serious. I could probably say it in like 60 seconds, but the I can tell you the masculines are going through some dark, deep, like SHIT. Um, You can see it with all of the femicide rates, like men are just killing a lot of women, black men. I'm talking about black men. They're killing other men at this point, too, killing children. And but the reason I'm saying that masculines overall is that even the brads like you saw that that 18 year old kill at this point, 21 people. You know, when you think about um, school shootings, it's always um, white boys doing this kind of stuff. Even when you think about how the United States, how it's mostly patriarchal and how they've dominated and savagely dominated other countries um, and the warfare that we go through, the masculine energy is not, um, it is so against Mother Nature um, energetically, right? So I'm think what I'm trying to, to cushion this message in is I want you to explore your your options, but I'm not in a I think it allows me to get away from the male worshiping energy that we've been in, um, a black male worship even. And just recognize that men across the board are going through some 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 stuff. Um, I think that this kind of resonates with the wait and see um, and being comfortable in the waiting and resting in your femininity and living your best life and not rushing into into energy. I think some people, you know, here and there, some of you are going to, um, you know, run into somebody that, that you're going to start a process with and get to know. 
but I think the collective overall, they're going through some stuff. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, those are my thoughts. I think that for my divine masculines, the ones that have, I'm going to guess the ones who've been following me, you probably are more gravitating towards, um, like melanated, you know, divine feminists like yourself. And it might trigger you to feel like, um, you know, we're going to be exploring our options a little bit more. And, you know, maybe the same thing applies for you too. Like, um, do I want to get really, really, I think that when I say I'm opening my options, I think I'm, I've noticed that I have compatibility. Like if I were to close my eyes um, and really stick to the energy of what this person is saying and doing and how they're presenting, I'm probably much more compatible with the white guy. Went to the private schools like they did, um, talked like they do, worked with a lot of them, like I said. And, and even though the one, like if we, if I was the closest I was going to get to date someone would be that Gemini guy that I mentioned. Like we traveled a lot of places and we had some really great conversations because he's an, he was a nerd. Um, but with the, and I'm going to talk about this in the erotic astrology for Gemini's. I'm going to give it a day or two for me to transition into their energy a little bit. Um, but they're a little bit quirky, right? Um, when I think about even the neighborhood where I live, the places where I shop, the things that I like to do, the compatibility is there, right? Um, and so do I want to continue like even the height requirements too, even the height requirements are, are there too. Um, hmm. It's a lot to unpack. But that being said, you know, when I say opening my, my options, it's kind of like one of those things where if, if the energy comes to me in the form of a black man, then it is what it is, but that's not, at this point, I'm not, it's not something I'm going to like actively um, position myself for. You know, I think one of the interesting conversations that has come up, I don't know if I'm going to upload this, we'll see. But um, is it's so fascinating how, and melanated women, I think you can resonate with this with me, that even though you grew up in the predominantly white communities and work with predominantly white people, um, somehow you were intentionally positioning yourself like you would go to the black churches and you would go to the like, um, different areas, like, um, for example, go to networking opportunities with the black chamber of commerce. And you would go to like soul nights and concerts where there's going to be black people and golf courses in black neighborhoods and, um, nice, you know, go to travel to, to, um, countries and places where there's melanated people with the intention of, of meeting a melanated person. And I think that one thing we can learn from, like, for example, the, all of the guys that I went to school with, they would say, well, I grew up in a, you know, white community and that's what I'm going to be open to. And that's what they've opened their horizons to, um, and they didn't limit or restrict themselves. And I think that that's something that that maybe we, we can there's a lesson to be learned in that, you know, um, 
It's just something to think about. I'm not going to pretend to have the, the answers. I think like when I keep saying that I'm opening my my options or what I'm receptive to, um, I think that me going to that place where I was talking about where the Thor guy was, I was paying attention to how I was reacting to the whole thing. And I, I had to intentionally pay attention to how I was, you know, if it was a black dude, I would have been probably more receptive. And it gave me an opportunity to take my temperature and say, okay, you're intentionally just blocking these um, type of people off. Right. And so now it's like, okay, if it's if it's a good black guy that, you know, like I said, is um, loving and compassionate and an upstanding person and will make a good companion. And he comes in the form of, of a man, I mean, of, of a man, good Lord, of a, of a black guy versus, you know, a white guy, then, then that's what it is. And paying attention. But I don't know. Hopefully this is helpful. And I just wanted to address that because I think that um, mm, there, there's a reason. And I think that I'm, what I'm trying to say is, as I'm going to close out here is, I want you that the the person that's coming in, the person that you're manifesting is not going to be the same energy like what we had before. And when we're paying attention to energy, I've said this before, but I'm in the same bucket. I will be calling in and manifesting a loving person, a person who's ambitious, a person who's adventurous, a person who is caring, who communicates well, who's healthy. And, um... It, like the energy will be coming in, but I'll be blocking blocking it off because it doesn't look a certain way. And I think that um, we got to cut that shit out. Like, right? Um, so, yeah, just something to think about. And, and it will be interesting, you know, um, to see, like, I will share with you guys when I'm when I meet someone, you know, still respectful of the confines of, of the relationship. Who knows? He might even come on here, but you go know he gonna have like a deep voice, like it was good. Um musing of a divine feminine fam. This this is a whatever da 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 you know. Um and just kind of share the experience, but I think Let's let's just see where where it takes us. Um, and it's funny because I think it's it's asking us to to ask ourselves what is a limiting belief. I think that um, we are also being called to look at going where you are loved, both me- divine masculine and divine feminine. I, I I'm gonna be a little bit petty. I'm gonna be a little bit petty, but I was watching a couple of dating shows. And one of the guys was saying that he don't like girls with chipped nails. Sir, by all means, get you a girl that um, doesn't have chipped nails. Um, good luck with that. And you're entitled to want what you want. Ooh, what's going on here? Okay. <laughs> my computer is about to go to sleep. Um, lost my train of thought there, but... Um, I was about to get really petty and I am really about to fall asleep. I've been taking care of my parents' house. It's a whole entire, (laughs) uh, thing, but, um, 
I lost my train of thought. I am sleepy. It just kind of hit me. Um. Oh, yeah. I was talking about going where you're loved, right? So we all have our preferences. And I think that part of where we're getting our, our wires crossed is a lot of times I think we're sabotaging ourselves. Like, um... If go where you're loved, right? So if I know I'm not loved necessarily per se in the black community, then let me go to where I know I'm loved, right? If if I'm if you are loving my the way I present as a feminine and you love the way I talk and you love, you know, my energy and you love the way I look and you love the the companionship and the laughter and the conversations that we can have and the, the, the common interests. And you love me? Oh, my God. Like, why would I fight that? And I think that, you know, Divine Feminist, this is a great opportunity for us to just... Right now, we're in retrograde. Um, it has to do a little bit with communication, but also, like, how we think. And this is inviting us, you know, that Gemini, that duality... Um, we're being invited to just revisit and think about how we view things. And before the energy goes back direct, and, and I'm going to pull up some more energy on, on Venus again. I forgot to do it on my phone, but I think that one of the other things I want you to take away from this podcast, if anything else, in the middle of me, at this point, it's rambling, musings, ramblings of a divine feminine before she falls asleep. I don't know if I'll even upload this or keep it up, but we'll see. Is go where you're loved. And that energy is different because I think that we've been trying to pigeonhole ourselves and trying to squeeze into areas where we're not even wanted. It's like if you applied for a job and you know, they don't call you back, like, you know, there's, there's going to be some, a job that wants you, probably not the best analogy, but it's like, let's, let's explore you and I, you know, maybe for the next couple of months, couple of weeks, let's explore what it means to just be open to people who love us. Let's be open to the energy of People, you know, if if they love to be around us, then let's let's be accepting of that, right? And then that means because one of the things that came up in the singles oracle was releasing to embrace the new, and we're not going to be able to embrace the new unless you you let go of the old. I use the analogy of can you are you you're not you can only hug one person at a time unless you're doing like a um, group hug type of thing, but. If you get my point, it's like you can only hug one person at a time. And for you to hug someone new, you have to let go of that old concept and that old paradigm and the old way of doing things and let go of that and hold on to the new. Now, I I get it. It's, It's scary. It's scary. Like I said, I think the divine masculines are going through some stuff right now. And, um... Um, <laughs> got distracted again, you guys. But um, I think like let me let me say this and let me try to get off again. But I think that 
we have some some stuff too to to work on behind the scenes while everything is falling into place when things are falling apart they're falling into place i think that um the beauty and all of the things that are shaking up around us it can feel a little bit scary because you know a lot of hands are being revealed a lot of people are showing their asses like i couldn't tell you how many people i had to unfollow both men and women who were kevin samuel followers there's only one person that you know like I already shared on, on here, I, I trust her heart of what she's trying to do. I totally get it, right? And and that's just my intuition that I'm following. But I've had to delete a lot of people that are, um, you know, are revealing and showing their hands and or cutting off their energy. And and but the beauty of it is is that clears up my space, you know. And I think that. Um, it's going to give you more clarity like when you start you know when you when you do laundry and you wash your laundry it kind of agitates you know and it shakes the it gets kind of soapy and it lifts all the dirt from the clothing and then when it gets rinsed all that dirt washes away so we're going through that agitation right now like we're going through the spiritual elements of all of these retrogrades and all of these energies bringing the dirt to the surface it's a cleansing process and everybody's getting shaken and stirred and people's dirty laundry and drawers are coming to the surface but guess what um we still have a little bit of energy where you've got to like flush that water out and flush out you know all of the the toxins and everything that makes the way that we're living right now not the best and those things take time i think that's what i'm trying to say so it's something we're moving towards it's not i so cautious because i'm not you're not going to ever hear me say well divine feminine musings of a divine feminine said to fall in love and and you know go out there and start dating and explore my options and you start dating a a a black guy or white guy and then now you're um you know they're they're just as funky i did not say that um i'm what i'm saying is right now we're in the energy we're exploring what that means what are we committing to what are we um what are the limiting beliefs um to what degree are you going to be race loyal versus self-loyal and loyal to love and going to going where you're loved you know, um, to what degree have we been delusional and what does new love look like? You know, how many times have we repeated some cycles like, um, you know, what did we learn from the last lesson? Because the, whoever is coming in needs to be different than what we're, than anything we've ever experienced before. I think one of the things I like about twin flame conversation is that, there's this idea that it's going to be somebody that's so different than anything you would have ever expected. And I think that that means that you're going to have to kind of close your eyes to what how things used to be and the way they used to present and what you were attracted to and open yourself up to like if you were to close your eyes and listen to what this person is saying and they love to eat healthy, like, you know, have your same they match your lifestyle because some people listen right but they they share the same interests as you like the same music as you um 
are as uh outgoing as you are complimentary because I know like me I'm that shy girl like I like when you pick me up and you be like okay let's go here and I'm like hey I love that right and then you get to see that fun side come out um if I were to close my eyes uh, and and be receptive to that energy, I would be receptive to so much more, right? And I'm starting to see that. I'm starting to see that there are people in the same places that I am doing the same things that I do with common interests, with great conversation, but I've been cutting that energy off. And why? Because of skin tone. I think that it's very interesting because, like I said, I think that for Melanated Divine Feminists, we chose to come here to learn life lessons. And these are one of the things that we need to sort out. Like, you know, what does going where you're loved means? You know, um, so I don't know. I'm going to try. Oh, no, no, I can't do that on this phone. Because I was going to open the comments and I also need to find a way to um, ask you guys what you want me to talk about. I think what I'll do is I'll do a mini podcast um, from my laptop because it only lets me do like one or two minutes for some weird reason. And um, I'm going to leave the comments open so you can like, listen, ask anything. Um, I'll even I probably have some fun. Like if you want me to do a reading for you, I'll probably just have some fun with it and and explore doing that for you. And just keep in mind that the collective is going to be hearing it. Um, maybe if you want to talk about, you know, what's your compatibility with your sun and someone's moon. I have a lot of resources like books. I have several bo- like thick books, like dissertation style books on that will be helpful for that. Or if you want to learn about your occupation or, you know, something about your business style, then I'll open that up. But anyways, I don't know. Just something to think about because I I get energetically like I could see where some people would be like, ow, all of a sudden she's going to be a swirler. No, I just want you to when I say new love, that is imagery for what new love looks like. It needs to be. It can be, you know, the, the, the packaging can be different, too. Right. But. Let's use that trigger to explore, you know, if if you have been going up until this point and you're single and have gone through the heartbreak um, and you want to go back to that and repeat that cycle, that's something I want to re- re-explore. I know that um, if marriage is important to you, Go to the communities that value marriage, right? Um, I know for me, one of the the pet peeves too, I kind of, it's been coming out too, is um, education. Um... And so if there's a more educated demographic, it's going to make sense that you're going to be more compatible with 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 that demographic. Right. Um, So just something to think about. And. Yeah, let's just keep it there. I'm a little bit sleepy. But yeah, check back with me tomorrow. I'm super excited to do the Wealth Oracle. 
um, tomorrow. And oh, yeah, so I'm going to be reading from The Science of Getting Rich. And I'm also going to start reading from the book um, uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, if I'm not mistaken. It is sitting here behind me. Um, I remember when I first started off this year, I was reading so many books and listening to so many audiobooks, and now I'm just kind of chilling. But I've basically listened to at least 12 audiobooks. Maybe it could be even 20. So if, if I were to technically read or listen to an audiobook every month, I've met my quota for the year. But um, I do want us to start focusing more on, on wealth. There was also a young lady who did a podcast talking about, you know, black women in luxury. And there were so many limiting beliefs in that podcast, in that um, YouTube channel, um, that it blew my mind. And it's unfortunate because the reach on that and how many, you know, young black women are listening to those. I think a lot of the limiting beliefs surrounding um, black women in luxury that she had is really unfortunate, um, especially for young black women, because I think a lot like I, if I, I I might go back in and write them down. I, I want to say there was at least um 50 that I that she was going through, but I was listening to it while I was driving. And so um I was just like, oh, my gosh, that's a limiting belief. No, no, no. But a lot of them were kind of even stemmed out of religion. And another thing, too, a little bit of a little bit of it had to do with pocket watching. And then um the other limiting belief, I think, too, was the idea that we needed to be more, quote unquote, black um, and that we were nesting in um, white, you know, the definition of white luxury, what white luxury of what luxury is and, and that it had to be white. And I've kind of talked about this a little bit in another podcast where we we're talking about chess and the captured black queen. And I think that I will say this, you know, black women are in a place where. Until the black men build it, when they build it, we will come. But at this point, I don't see anything in like very limited options. So there are black designers. Um, and I think that up until that point, even at the end of the day, when I think that black women in luxury have a very unique aesthetic and a way of doing it, um, that is even unique from other, from other people. I think we make it look good. I think that... Um, it says a lot too. I know that there's a lot of inner work that has to go into you getting to that level of accomplishment. Um, and, um, I want to also mention this too. Uh, I will probably, it's going to take me a while, but I'm going to write down every single limiting belief. I, I wouldn't be surprised if I came up with a hundred, but, um, <sighs> yeah, um, I'm I'm sleepy, you guys. I'm I don't even know if I'm gonna upload this. Good lord. Um Yeah, but I'll probably that's gonna take me a while. I'm gonna write down those limiting beliefs because I wanna address that. And I say that about the book. Why I wanted to read that book is I wanted to start talking more about money. Like my thing is gonna be um health and wealth. And I think that it's gonna help too because um I I'm really keeping a like a tight budget for the until December. And so this is going to help me stay focused on how much my financial goals and then um, 
January, I'm just going to like pop off like, well, it's good. Right. But I just need to go just a couple more months, um, just kind of compounding the things that are working for me um, to really get to the lifestyle that I want. And I think I'll, I'll still be ahead of the game because normally the, the process, I think knowing what I know now and the tools that I have and tools that people have access to, you can really grow your money to like to be a millionaire in in a you know let's let's keep it within the Warren Buffett years right within let's say five to ten years right so um yeah so I see all of that to say I want to invite you to join me tomorrow on Thursdays that we talk about money and on Mondays we talk about we do the um how rich people think so I would probably when I'm done with both of those books how rich people think and the science of getting rich on Mondays and Thursdays then I will start reading from that book um thinking grow rich by Napoleon Hill it is a huge book I think it would take me like two years to read the book I'm not even going to lie to you, but I think that it's going to help us to address a lot of things that people think about money and to cut out the limiting beliefs surrounding money. So, yeah, let me take my booty to bed. Um, I have to wake up early and um, there's some stuff like I have a schedule of everything I have to do around the house. And then uh, there's stuff, some stuff I want to get ahead of because next week I'm going to be at the spa resort every day. And I already know when I come home, I'm not going to want to do anything. I'm just going to want to chill. Um, and, and I might even end up spending the whole day out there. And I'm not going to want to be doing no oracle for nobody. <laughs> Actually, that's a lie. Like... One of the only bad things about this is that um, when I have my cards, I would totally take my cards with me and do readings for people over there because it's so chill. It's like a tropical feel um, and people just like to lounge and relax out there and you start to talk and have conversations. But I'm not going to I don't want to mess them up with water and all the different stuff that they have, like the clay and the mud and all that. But um yeah, my gosh, this has been really kind of like a a lot of musing in there. I'm trying to think of what I'm going to make for the title because I think we started talking about divine feminines and um, a little bit about money. And I don't want to go too much more um, off topic. So, all right, peace out. And y'all, I'm still chilling to this song. I think it's so cute. <laughs> All right, good night or good morning or whatever, wherever you are. All right. Whoops, adding a flag. Hold on. What is good, Divine Dudes, Divine Dolls? I know y'all looking at me like, what is up with your thumbnails, girl? Like, why you got that couple on there? And it's the second one on there, but I just wanted to address something. I'm going to make it really short because I am sleepy. <laughs> I've been working around the house. Listen, keeping this up has been an experience. But um, that is the best imagery that I can use to invite my Divine Feminines and Divine Masculines to. When I say new love, the new love is not, it's, it's, it's supposed to be 
different than anything you've ever dated and courted before. And um, for some of you, you know, I think that um, some of us are kind of pigeonholing ourselves um, and it's keeping us stuck in repeated cycles. Um, One of the other things I wanted to kind of just put out there and we will talk about this further down the road is go where you are loved. I think that a lot of you will find that if you were to close your eyes and um, listen to the energy of how people are presenting to you and who's gravitating to you, um, you would be surprised. I think that um, that has been my experience. I mentioned that when I went to the, um, I call it a spa resort, but it's this one place where it's kind of like, um, it's a spa setting. But anyways, um, uh, I had mentioned the Thor guy and I was, I've learned to pay attention to my energy and, you know, the different people I talk to and I pay attention to who gravitates me. It's been really cool. That's one of the things I love about being there. Um, I, I love the people that I've been connecting with. And I, like, I even met this one girl, um, she will be in a commercial for JLo. So she works there, but she also will be, she, she also has like free passes and stuff like that. Like talking to her, people from different, um, backgrounds, people from different parts of the world, a lot of rich people, like you be talking to somebody and, and yeah, they, they be like, um, what do you call it when you talk about flipping their bags? Like, listen, but, um, I think the best way I can explain it is since we are in Gemini season, um, and this was a couple years, this, this was, uh, it's been, a, it's been a few years. Um, and I'm saying that it's been a few years because since then I've been more aware of how I'm coming across to people and who I'm cutting off and why. And I, I reflect on that a lot. And, um, and so, but back then there was this, this Gemini guy. And I mentioned how before him, there were, when I tell you, I attract a lot of Geminis from like, since I've been young, young, like Geminis. And like I said, I'm, we attract each other because there, there's the nerdy element and then I'm like, oh, no, send it, take it back. Like, you know, when you meet your hand in a butt in a barrel and you pull out something and it's like, oh, no, you like try to shake. It. I'm like, no, no, send it back. Lord, I don't want it. I don't want it. And so by the time I had met this Gemini, he's a he's a like six, four blonde hair, blue eyes, um, pretty handsome. And that's the one where we went everywhere. Like I we all went skiing with him. I went to Big Bear with him. I went to. Like, um, he was into astronomy, so like different observatories been to, um, oh my gosh, like all kinds of different places. And the conversations were fun, but they're end of the day, not really chemistry there. Um, and I think that was more so because of the Gemini thing. And I remember some of the places we would go is one of those things where it's like, oh, you're talking to him. And then they would try to shoot their shot. But it's because they were not melanated like me. I wasn't trying to talk to you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, I think that 
if you value certain things, um, go to the places where there are like-minded people. You know, I think that we can learn from our um, school counterparts. Like the school I went to, one of the things, like all of the black guys I went to school with, um, are any of them, I don't think any of them are married to a black girl. So there's one guy from my school that he married a black girl. He married a nurse. Um, he's a pastor. Um, and he was older than me. And it was so funny because his locker used to be next to mine. He used to be running all over the place. But um, one of the things they would say is, well, I grew up around white girls. And we go to the same places and we eat the same things and we like the same music. And, you know... They're happily married or or in in relationships and and it's like I think like with my divine dolls, we pigeonhole ourselves out and I, I think it's so interesting that um, even though I grew up in the same environments, I was pigeonholing myself by going to places where you know like I'd go to Black Chamber of Commerce meetings and Black conferences and. Um, black churches and and intentional about just seeking from that very small demographic, right? And so um, that imagery to me is kind of encouraging you and inviting you to this person that you're drawing in, if you were to close your eyes, a lot of us, you know, they're saying everything, doing the right thing. And when I talk about go where you're loved, they're showing you the love but you're cutting them off. It, and I want you to pay attention to this because I've been intentional about paying attention to what's coming to me. And um, I've noticed that, like, I think I didn't, I might not have mentioned, or I might have mentioned another podcast, but with the Thor looking guy, he was like a bronze version of the Thor. The I don't know the name of the guy who plays him in the movie, but... Um, he was more bronze, though, like he was more kissed by the sun, a little bit more like dirty blonde here and not blue, blue eyes, but like really like light eyes type of a thing, tall. But when you talk about similarities, like we were um, I went to the water aerobics class and that was so much fun. And so it's like we have common interests, same lifestyle in the same place, like the same things. And uh, that moment taught me. I I found myself kind of like blocking in his energy. And even my mom was kind of like, you know, that guy checking you out or whatever. And then it's kind of like, okay, okay, cool. Um, I'm noticing like, that's how I've been. I would just cut that off because it's not melanated like me, you know? So, but everything is there. And I think that I just want us to, to revisit that hurdle that maybe, you know, um, I want to keep this short, but I want to drive home some points. And my Divine Masculines, I think, I don't know if I'm going to have content for you on this one. Because um, I, I imagine you probably feel some kind of way because I ta- I'm i very, like, quote unquote, pro-black and, and that type of thing. But um, back to my Divine Feminines, the, I do believe that we came here choosing to, to experience certain things. Like, the, the more I've come to understand this journey, I absolutely believe that I chose my natal chart and 
even down to my family. Because I, I have a spiritual inclination, of course I would have chosen two parents that are very orthodox so that they could send me to an orthodox school. And in that school, among other things, they taught us how to examine scripture and literature and spiritual things and understand the hidden meanings behind things and the ethereal, esoteric meaning behind things, right? Of course, I would want that. I would want to be very grounded in understanding what that means so that when I'm an adult, I can expand in into more nebulous conversations, right? Um, and so with that, it's the idea that I chose to come here as a melanated woman and to experience what it means to, you know, um, experience love and to um, experience fulfillment, you know, and for my natal chart, what it means to, um, master my health and to master finances with a sprinkle of love in there. And I think that one of the commonalities that we share with the collective divine feminines is how do you learn to go where you're loved and accept what you're loved? And to what degree are you pigeonholing yourself? And um, when you think about one of the positive takeaways when I think about twin flame love is it encourages you to think about um, being with someone that is not the prototype of anything you've ever been with before. And don't be too salty with me. You know, I think that, again, if if it comes in the form of a, of a black guy, right? then so be it. But I think that some of us have a little bit of a hang up um, in how he should look to the point that we're not taking on energetically people that we're compatible with and people who are gravitating to us who are on the same frequency as us. So that's just something I want to invite you to kind of explore a little bit. I think that um, for my Divine Masculines, I think the divine masculines are a little bit more comfortable with um, quote unquote dating out or exploring that. But um, yeah, I just, you know, it is what it is. Um, I'm a little bit sleepy, so I'm going to hop off now. But that's, you know, you're probably like, yo, what's up with those thumbnails? When I say new love, I want us to, to explore new love if if you you know i don't want you to repeat another cycle i was um i saw a youtube video where they were talking about if you get into another karmic cycle you could be looking at losing you know another six to ten years of your life so a lot of us that are under the sound of my voice were single and what would it mean for you to repeat another cycle for another six to ten years you know, versus allowing that new love that we were destined to have anyways come in. So just something to think about. One more teeny tiny thing um, that I wanted to address because I'm thinking through um, how effective the message was with this thumbnail. So I'm recording this the next morning. Um... When I say opening options, you know, I can hear the skeptics saying like, oh, it's not like this demographic is flocking to you and it's not like the other. But let's say that 
one third of the men in the black community are attracted to black women and you've been blocking yourself off to every other demographic you're only exposing yourself to one third um but if you have one third of another community that um have interest right so it's not the masses not the majority now you have opened up your um, availability to two-thirds right and so now you're increasing your chances if this is something that you want of a certain criteria of a relation you know certain criteria that you want within a relationship it's to your advantage I think it's it's a numbers game you know um, and I think that there's, there's benefits of it. I, I, I don't know to what degree I'm being a little bit more matter of fact about it or just, um, I don't know, like logical about it, I guess. Um, as opposed to how I used to do things in the past. And, and I think that if I'm being honest, I did kind of limit my options to what's out there. But if I were to just be authentic. And I think one other thing that I really wanted to make sure I drive home to is I did, I do, we do talk about, you know, the exterior in terms of, you know, melanated versus non-melanated. But I think that we need to kind of move past that and energy because you can repeat a cycle in either demographic, right? I want to make that abundantly clear. And that's going to be an interesting phase because for those of you who do decide to open your options and, um, you know, it's you're going to have to be intentional about paying attention to are you attracting the same energy of the same man in a different form, right? Um, is, is this person still narcissistic and it's funny because when I watch these dating shows you will see a completely different um, package and a completely different um, demographic speaking the same bullshit (laughs) that's prevalent in the black community I mean the only difference is is he's non-melanated I have seen it so um, and there was one other thing I wanted to address. Um, if I remember it, I will come back on and just add it to the bottom of this podcast. All right, peace. Okay, and I remembered another thing too. I think that it's so important for us to keep in mind, you know, the decisions we're making and what we are opening ourselves up to because I, I was uh, watching a YouTube chat or it came up on a feed, but it just reminded me it was a title, but it was talking about how you know, decisions surrounding, you know, who you entertain as a love interest, those decisions can impact you six to 10 years. I, um, if I'm not mistaken, I think Mercury, uh, revolves every 10 years. Um, I know there's other planets that have that same, you know, um, circulation. But anyways, you know, that that's that's something that um, I'm going to be kind of researching, you know. But at the end of the day, let's just keep this real short. My point being, you know, this is not something to take lightly. Um, I think that, you know, 
unfortunately for women, sometimes when we make decisions to entertain love, sometimes it can cost your lives. I know that some women have even gone on that first date and didn't make it back home. Um, so, you know, we still need to practice being safe and, um, and, but in terms of long-term, you know, it can affect you for the next eight to 10 years. And I think that was kind of what I, what came to mind when I was talking about how, you know, you can say you're going to open your options, but, um, if you haven't learned to, um, pay attention to the energy of what they're coming in with, you can end up with, with, um, the same person in a different form, you know, um, that's how you end up repeating energies. That's how you end up dating people from different, um, like that work different jobs or have a different look, you know, one could be short, one could be tall, um, and still be the same mean, nasty person that, you know, was a cheater or low vibrational or whatever. So that's it. And that's all. And this is kind of going to be one of the last, um, podcasts I do about relationships. Um, and I'm going to be transitioning more to reading from The Law of Success. Really great book. I highly recommend that you um, just listen in because, yes, it talks about wealth. But um, in there, the 15 principles, we talk about personalities and emotional intelligence. And I think it's going to allow us to do some of the inner work that we need to do anyways on this spiritual journey. So want to encourage you to check uh, things out over there. That's more of what my strengths are and what I came here for is a North Virgo North Node. Um, the relationship stuff um, is just um, tertiary <laughs> or, or kind of a little bit further down the line for me. Um, it, it's there. It's interesting, right? Every once in a while, you'll I'll see someone who catches my eye or I'll enjoy the conversations, but... Um, it's not a strong point for me. It's not a strength. Um, so these are just my observations, but I'm encouraging you to use your diligence. But, um, if you do want love, you know, explore what that means and don't pigeonhole yourself or the takeaways. Um, but I invite you that in that process, surprisingly, like one of the things that came up when I was reading the 15 principles of law of success by Napoleon Hill was talking about the pleasing personality and, um, how to get along with other people, right? And um, yeah, I think that those things contribute to the whole, or p- whole to the bigger picture. And um, yeah, so check me out over there. And I will start doing the 30-minute segments tomorrow. I did one today, Intro to Laws of Success. I know this is such a tangent, but um, highly recommend that you check that one out. And then... Um, I'll be doing 30 minute readings of those every day. And you know me, I'll probably mention relationship stuff in there every once in a while, but, um, it will help us to get on track with spirituality and in the process of working on doing the inner work, it's going to turn into tangible things and help us to be wealthy and successful, you know, and break a lot of generational curses too. So, all right, that's it. And that's all. Peace. Love you. Bye.